Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Mary said, Here am I, the servant of your Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Let it be with me according to your word. This is the fourth Sunday of Advent. As we've been preparing for the celebration of the coming of the Christ child over the previous three Sundays, we've heard the parable of the fig tree and the earth being in distress. We've heard about John proclaiming the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. We've heard of Jesus baptizing people in the River Jordan. And today we hear of Mary being told that her cousin Elizabeth is also with child. As we heard last week from in John in Elizabeth's womb, jumping for joy when Mary enters and greets Elizabeth. We've also observed the lighting of the candles each Sunday in Advent. The first candle, sometimes being called the prophecy candle, represents hope. Hope. The second candle, sometimes being called the Bethlehem candle, represents preparation. The third candle in pink sometimes is referred to as a shepherd candle, representing joy or rejoicing. This was the Sunday that we began to turn our attention towards Bethlehem. And today's fourth candle, sometimes being called the angel candle, represents God's love love. At the end of this fourth Advent Sunday at 10 o'clock, we'll step into the liturgical calendar time of Christmas during our three services later today. So are we prepared? Have we prepared during this Advent season? Tonight is Christmas Eve, which begins our celebration of the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ. Tomorrow, the Christmas spirit is truly upon us. Do we leap for joy in anticipation, just as John the Baptist jumped in the womb of Elizabeth when Mary, with Jesus in her womb, entered the house? And are we obedient to and trusting in the word of God, as Mary was at the time the angel of the Lord came to her with the good news that she was chosen to be the mother of our Savior. We watch our children and our grandchildren, our nieces, nephews, all our little friends, and my great-grandson who are anticipating the presence and food and friendship and love that the Christmas season brings each year. Have you experienced such joy, leaping for joy at Christmas, or, or perhaps at other times in your life. More importantly, what does the Holy Spirit tell us about our Savior, Jesus Christ? And are we trusting in what the Holy Spirit tells us? Do we take the time to stop, look, and listen to God all around us? 
Mary is a model of faith. Mary represents all humanity in her faithful embrace of her role in God's plan of salvation. Mary identifies what God is doing as being not just for her and Joseph, but also through them for the whole people of all generations to come. I heard a song last Sunday going home, and the lyrics of that song, He Is, by Triumphant Quartet, tells us about who Jesus is in summary of most of the books of the Bible. In Genesis, he's the breath of life. In Exodus, the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he is our high priest. In Numbers, the fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he's Moses' voice. In Joshua, he is salvation's choice. In Judges, the lawgiver. In Ruth, the kingsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he's sovereign. In Ezra, a true and faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he's the rebuilder of broken walls and lives. In Esther, he's Mordecai's courage. In Job, a timeless redeemer. In Psalms, he is our Lord and song. In Proverbs, wisdom's cry. In Ecclesiastes, the time and season. In the Song of Solomon, he is the lover. In Isaiah, he's the prince of peace. In Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. In Lamentations, the cry of Israel. In Ezekiel, he's the call from sin in Daniel, the stranger in the fire. In Hosea, he's the forever faithful. In Joel, he's the Spirit's power. In Amos, the arms that carry us. In Obadiah, he's the Lord, our Savior. In Jonah, he's the great missionary. In Micah, the promise of peace. In Nahum, he is the strength, our strength and our shield. In Habakkuk and Zephaniah, he is pleading for revival. In Haggai, he restores a lost heretic. In Zechariah, our foundation. In Malachi, he is the song of righteousness rising and healing in his wings. In the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he is God, man, the Messiah. In the book of Acts, he's the fire from heaven. In Romans, he's the grace of God. In Corinthians, the power of love. In Galatians, he is freedom from our curse of sin. In Ephesians, our glorious treasure. In Philippians, our servant's heart. In Colossians, he is godly trinity. In Thessalonians, our coming king. In Timothy, Titus, and Philemon, he's our mediator and our faithful pastor. In Hebrews, the everlasting courage. In James, the one who heals the sick. In First and Second Peter, he heals the sick. He's our shepherd. In John and in Jude, he's the lover coming for his bride. 
And finally, in Revelation, he is King of kings, Lord of lords, the Prince of peace, the Son of man, the love, Lamb of God, the great I am. He is the Alpha and the Omega, our God and our Savior. He is Jesus Christ, the Lord. And when time is no more, He is. He is. So we prepared for the climbing of the Christ child, and now we too can sing in thanksgiving, in celebration, in remembrance, in proclamation of the promises made to our ancestors, to Mary, mother of our Savior. The greatest thing that God did for the whole world was sending us his son. Mary's faith in God, who keeps his promises of doing great things, encourages us to look for the great things that God has done in our lives and for us to do great things in the lives of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Today is a good time to recall the past year and the great things God has done among us and to give thanks for all that he has done and to look ahead for the next year and the future. How have we developed in our faith? How can we more greatly serve God in our daily lives? How can we be more like Jesus in our walk of faith. How has our faith brought us through this year? And how has the love of God that gives, us, gives given to us each moment of each day brought us closer to each other, serving our neighbors and caring for one another? How will we continue the Christmas spirit beyond the next few days? perhaps in reaching out and helping to change the lives of those in need, our true neighbors. This week, we again open our doors to Family Promise. We help those families through this next week, providing caring, food, and a love of Jesus for their time together with us. I thank you for those who are volunteering and for the gifts who help those families in need. This is what the Advent season of church has been about. Preparation, searching, prayer, and changing our lives so that we are more able to serve our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as humble servants to reach out to those in need to our neighbors, and to bring the light of Christ and the knowledge of God into their lives. I wish each of you a glorious and wonderful Christmas season, celebrating the birth of our Savior and preparing for his coming again. Amen. Amen.